back to this nice mellow beat, yo. And drop some smooth lyrics. It's 88. Time to set it straight, you know what I'm saying? And there ain't no half-stepping. Word. I'm ready. Rappers stepping to me. They want to get some. But I'm the cane, so yo, you know the outcome. Yo. What is up, everybody? It's another installment of the Never A Lie lecture series where I like to talk about some things that I have on my mind, not just things that are specific to me, but um, things that can be helpful to the population at large. Um, yeah, um, also, uh, Vanessa couldn't make it today. I know we usually do the pod together on Thursdays, usually at five, but Vanessa's busy, so she couldn't make it today. And I figure, you know what? Today is as good a time as any to get the lecture series popping, popping, get it cracking, get it crackling, get it populating, get it crack a lot. I don't know. When people even say that anymore? I don't know what people say anymore. Um, so anyway, uh, today's lecture is entitled Genuine Engagement. And um, I like to talk about this topic a lot because when it comes to, um, I guess it's more specific to romantic relationships, but I guess you can make it more general to all relationships. But I'm going to start in the romantic relationship space. A lot of times people have uh, predetermined rules or predetermined sets of time of how they think the relationship should progress according to that timeline. And um, when there's something in doubt people live in the potential negative outcome instead of either living in the potential positive outcome or equally weighing out the positive and the negative and just accepting that, you know what, this is going to happen positively or it's going to happen negatively, but the energy that I put towards it is going to go a long way in deciding how this situation's outcome is going to occur. So I just want to talk about that for a little bit. And um, hopefully I can uh, get a little interaction from people watching. Um, hopefully I get a couple comments that I can respond to. But if not, you know what? I got tons of content in my head that I can just go off of. A little bit off the top, a little bit off the notes. You know, I always got a lot to say. That's why I started the podcast to begin with. Um, so anyway, let me start with let me start with um people making rules about relationships before we get into them. And um, I want to shout out um one of my friends from elementary school really even probably beyond that my friend uh Tracy on Instagram likes to post questions you know how like you go on the stories and you post questions and um the the questions are usually relationship themed 
And one of the questions she put up was, if someone has a 90-day rule or a whatever rule, are you going to follow that rule? Go with it? Or is that a turnoff? Or just what's your reaction to like a 90-day 90 90-day rule or like a five-day rule or any rules in that, you know, of that vein? And my first thing I want to say is making rules about a relationship that you're not in yet with a person you don't know that well without knowing what your engagement is or will be or will involve into is disingenuous. And it's disingenuous for two reasons. This reason number one is if I'm on the receiving end of this is my rules, you are treating me like everybody else who's come before me and you're putting me into a box of how you expect everyone to come after me to act. And that is completely disingenuous because you haven't begun to even engage the person who is in front of you. You've decided to write the story before the story's even started. You've decided to cast me in a specific role and you don't even know how the story is going to go. So it's completely disingenuous to try to shape something before you have actually engaged it. Um, and I'll take and I'll go a little bit further later as to why that's a detriment to you. Secondly, is relationships is teamwork. Relationships is give and take. It's back and forth. It's engagement. So for you to decide what the relationship is without my input is 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 short-sighted, it's selfish, it's arrogant, it's egotistical. It's just a big turnoff for you to decide what the relationship is before we're even in it. I'll take that even further. A lot of times it's like, uh, I don't kiss on the first date or I don't have sex on the first date or I don't do anything for the first whatever amount of dates right? Deciding that right off the bat is being unaware or ignorant or rejecting what actual intimacy is. Let me break down what actual intimacy is. People want to believe that intimacy is where we don't know each other, we get to be friends, And then we take all these incremental steps to get to the point where I believe intimacy should be. That's not that's not how it works. Intimacy is it's psychological intimacy. It's emotional intimacy and it's physical intimacy. And all three of these things exist at the same time. So if I decide that. I'm not going to do anything physical with you for a certain amount of time. If you take away the physical intimacy, then the psychological intimacy is damaged and the emotional intimacy is damaged. The same thing goes for jumping into bed with someone without really engaging them. You have the physical intimacy, but do you have the romantic intimacy and the psychological intimacy and 
It's all, they're all connected. All three are connected. And if you take away one or both, it damages the ones that you want to engage. So if you say to someone, we're not going to do X, Y, and Z for whatever amount of time, you are stunting the ability for that relationship to grow because you've killed the intimacy. You can't expect someone to want to be emotionally and psychologically intimate with you when you're cutting off the physical intimacy. Because again, those three, those three things exist at the same time. So making rules at the beginning is disingenuous because one, relationships is teamwork and you deciding what the relationship is without input from me is disingenuous. It's not, not a relationship. It's you dictating what you think it should be. And that's not how relationship works. That's not teamwork. That's not back and forth. And it's also disingenuous because you're putting me in the box of what everybody else has already done and what you expect people to do going forward. Here's why people do that. People, and it's, it's, it kind of makes sense on paper, but in reality, it never works out this way. People who get hurt put up walls and push other people away because they think that putting up those walls are protecting themselves. Pushing away those people are, is protecting themselves. And they believe that if someone cares enough about them and is that interested in them, they're going to take the time to break down those walls. Which can or cannot be true. I mean, it really could get, go either way. My thing is that, like, if you, like, I don't, I don't understand how people start a relationship with tension or with friction. So there's the put, putting up a wall is creating tension, is creating friction. I'm confused as to how people think your relationship can start tenuous and full of friction, and then you expect it to turn to become um, uh, affectionate and loving. And all the way your relationship starts is the way it's going to be. And even if the way it is changes a little bit, it's still there. So if you start your relationship with your walls up and you eventually bring your walls down, the you who is you with your walls up is always going to be in that relationship. So that's one. But more importantly, when you put up walls, you are guaranteeing that you will hurt yourself. And you hurt yourself from cutting yourself off from potential new experiences, you hurt yourself by limiting the type of engagement you're going to have. You're lim- you're hurting yourself by limiting the people you're going to engage with. If you put up walls, you 100% will hurt yourself. As opposed to if you're open and vulnerable, you may get hurt or you may not get hurt. It may be awful. It may be wonderful. It may be aight. It may be not aight. But when you're vulnerable 
and you put yourself out there and you open yourself up to genuine engagement, you give yourself an opportunity to be happy. And there's no guarantees you're going to be happy. There's no guarantees in life for for anything. And anything that's worth having is going to take hard work. You're You're going to get some bumps and bruises and scars along the way, but there is no clear, unscathed path to get anything that you want. But putting up a wall is going to guarantee that you don't even get on to that path. You're just hurting yourself when you put up walls. Um, If you are open and vulnerable, again, you give yourself a chance of this could work out or it cannot work out. This could be great or cannot be great. This could be I or cannot be I, but you're still giving yourself a fighting chance. And a big reason why people put up walls, and I'm not exactly sure why people do it. I don't even have any real theories on why people do it. But when there are situations of exposing yourself and making yourself vulnerable and putting yourself out there, there's a possibility that it could go wrong. There's also a possibility that it could go right. But people tend to just live in the fear of what could go wrong when really you can live in the excitement of what could go right or you can live in this might go right, this might go wrong, but let me just try anyway. And then in that space, you have a choice of where you want to put your energy because where you put your energy is going to push where the situation is going to go. If I go into something and I make myself vulnerable, and if I go into something, I'm like, I don't want to make myself vulnerable because this bad thing can happen. Your, your energy is pushing the situation towards that bad thing from happening. If you make yourself vulnerable and you're like, I'm excited for the possibility of something positive, your energy is going to push it towards it being positive. Again, there's no guarantees. But you give yourself an opportunity to be happy and fulfilled as opposed to putting up walls, um, making rules, living in the fear of what could go wrong. This takes me to the next point I want to make. When you take all the things that I just said of people making rules and people putting up walls and people living in the fear of what could go negatively instead of engaging the entire thing of it could be positive or it could be negative or just living in the positive. All that is a symptom of people's inability to engage genuinely. And here's what I mean by engage genuinely. When people go, I only knew you a week. I don't know you that well. I only known you a month. I don't know you that well. I've only known you three weeks, three, three months. I don't know you that well. First, what is the time frame in which you know somebody well? Is it a month? Is it three months? Is it six months? Is it a year? Is it two years? Is it three years? And if there is a time frame, are you going to cut yourself off? from being open to someone because you haven't reached that time frame yet? And this is all a rhetorical question because genuine engagement is not a time frame. 
genuine engagement is the level and the quality of the engagement that you have with somebody. And what I mean by that is if you have a romantic interest, I personally believe first date, first, first date, I believe that you need to talk about all the uncomfortable things. You need to talk about your politics. You need to talk about your religious beliefs. You need to talk about what future you see in the relationship. That could mean talking about marriage and kids on a first date. But you know why you have that conversation? Because one, it's genuine engagement. It lets you know the type of person they are. It lets you know their intentions for you. It lets you know what type of future they see for the two of you. And the risk that people say that runs is you run the risk of scaring them off. Well, let me be perfectly honest with you. If you are a grown-ass adult and you get scared off from someone talking about grown-ass adult things, then that person ain't for you. And you need to go back and reevaluate what you actually want out of a relationship. Because if you don't want a future with someone, if you don't want to build with someone, and you don't have a vision of what that building and that future looks like, you have no business being in a relationship. None. Even, even if the relationship is just, we just hook up and hang out, you need to be able to genuinely engage why you just want to hook up and hang out and what hooking up and hanging out looks like and what are the boundaries of um, what it looks like if you're still seeing other people or, or whatever goes into that. You need to genuinely engage people and what your relationship is like. I think people look at a serious relationship as just we're on the marriage kids house path. I look at a serious relationship of we have genuinely engaged what this relationship is, what we want out of it, and what the future of this relationship is. So again, even if it's not a monogamous boyfriend, girlfriend, or or whatever your um, sexuality is, if it's not, um, even if it's not a monogamous on the marriage forever path, even if it's just short-term dating, you can still have a serious short-term dating situation because you have genuinely engaged what you want out of this situation. Looking at it from a bigger scope, this lack of genuine engagement is exactly why relationships don't work out. Because again, people feel like talking about marriage, talking about kids, talking about religion, talking about politics, talking about the future, talking about your vision, talking about your dreams. People, for some reason, people think those are way too serious things to talk about at the beginning. But what really happens is you talk about surface unimportant things at the beginning, you start to have feelings for each other, you start to get bonded, and then you talk about the serious things on the back end, and you find out your serious things aren't, al aren't aligned, and now you're in an emotional connection with someone who you don't really have a future with. So now, you're so now you're relying on the emotional part to get you through the relationship when really, when, when relationships go sour, Love is never the problem. 
Love is never the problem. The lack of genuine engagement is generally the problem. The um, lack of being on the same page. And and the biggest thing is like not talking about these things early sets the tone for what your relationship is going to be. If your relationship starts out on a surface, we don't really talk about important stuff. Part of that is going to stay in your relationship and you're going to, you will be continually uncomfortable talking about serious relationship stuff because you started out completely avoiding them. So now not only do you you have to do work to work up the nerve to have the conversations. You have to do work within the conversation to just to stay engaged, to stave off that fear of running the person off or scaring them off. All of that is to say that relationships are all about genuine engagement. And I encourage people, I encourage people to be as genuine with your engagement as soon as humanly possible. Because again, what if I scare them off? What if you don't scare them off? Like if you go in with like, I don't want to genuinely engage someone because I'm scared of scaring them off. That goes back to what I said earlier of living in the fear of the negativity where we don't know if the negative or the positive is more likely or not. So you have the opportunity to just engage the positive or to look at both the negative and the positive in a balanced manner. But if you only live in the negative, that is going to push it towards being negative. And it is very disingenuous because you are leaving out the parts that also exist out of, I don't know why, maybe fear of being hurt, maybe fear of being wrong. Um, maybe you're too focused on how things happened in the past. And you're letting that dictate the now, which is also disingenuous because you have to take your lessons from the past and take them with you in the future. You don't take the hurt. You don't take the negativity. You don't even you don't even bash your ex because you chose to be with them. So you're just as equally any shit you talk about an ex, you're equally responsible for that shit. And you're talking about yourself, too. So don't bring the past into your future. Take the lessons from your past into the future. And taking the lessons from your past into your future is genuine engagement. Because now, again, early first dates, if you happen to talk about your past relationships, what I also think you should talk about, I don't know how much detail you want to get into, but you definitely should talk about at least themes or patterns that you saw in your past relationships, in order to genuinely talk about that, you have to think about your contribution to that relationship. And you have to talk about it in terms of this is how we got along and or did not get along. You can't point the finger at the ex because again, that's not genuine engagement because you were in that relationship too. All of that to say is in order to have genuine engagement, you need to sit and think about what's genuine to you, 
what's important to you, what you want out of a relationship. You think about those things first, then you give them to yourself first. You make yourself happy first. You give yourself those things first. You make yourself happy first. And then when you go out to date, you look for people who fit inside of that happiness. And that's why you're genuine. That's why your engagement with them is genuine because when you go out on a date, you have to absolutely positively, especially for men or for uh, the dominant personality in the relationship, regardless of what your sexuality is or how you identify, whatever. But especially for the dominant personality, you have to say things that are genuine to you that could possibly ruin the date. And here's why. Number one, you got to find out if that person fits inside of your happiness. And you have to be genuine about it. Number two, if you start bending yourself towards who you think you need to be to be with this person, that's disingenuous also. And if you're a man doing that with a woman, women consciously or otherwise pick up on that bending of yourself. They pick up on that disingenuous. Your disingenuousness reads as indecisive. Your indecisiveness reads as potentially dangerous. So now, not only not now, not only are you being disingenuous and hurting your uh, chances to have a future with this person, just as women who have to protect themselves in this rape culture, male dominated society, she may even go to the next step of looking at you as dangerous. So what would you rather be genuine and her be turned off or be or bend yourself to who you think she wants you to be? Get some short term uh, short term headway. But in the long term, she's not into you because you seem she see that she sees that in the beginning you were being disingenuous and even may even see you as dangerous. So all that has to say is. Getting to know somebody is not a time frame. Getting to know somebody is the level of genuine engagement that you have with them. I got some people, I got people in my life who I've known for a short amount of time who engage me more genuinely than people I've known for decades. I've lost friends that I've known for decades because we never really genuinely engaged each other or no, no, sorry, not each other. I never really genuinely engaged them on some, here's what I expect from friendship. I would just give, 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 give. And the one time when I was going through a divorce, when I actually needed people to be there for me, mad people wasn't there for me. And that's my fault because of one, not being, not engaging genuinely with them from what I expect from relationship, but two, watching them treat other people the same way and me not doing anything about it in terms of how I continue to be around this person. So again, all of that is to say, genuine, active engagement early, okay? You don't start small, start negative and build up to it being positive, you start positive and then you continue to be positive because if you start negative and expect it to turn, a lot of times it don't turn. A lot of times it don't turn. And even when it does turn, 
a small part of that negativity is always going to be there because the way that relationship starts, that's always going to be a part of what the relationship is. So again, I want to reiterate, knowing somebody is not a time frame. Knowing somebody is the level of genuine engagement that you have with them. And in order to have genuine engagement with somebody, you have to figure out what's important to you. You have to figure out what makes you happy first. And instead of going out and just looking for someone who checks the paper boxes, no, you go out and you look for people who fit inside of your happiness. Because people naturally evolve together. But you have to start on a common ground. And if you're and if your starting ground is shaky, your relationship is going to be shaky, at least for a little bit. And even when it gets silent, it's still going to be a little bit shaky because it started out a little bit shaky. So figure out what is genuine to you first. What is important to you first. And when you have these first few dates, engage those people on those things because if someone is scared off by you being genuine and you being real and you talking about real adult shit, you talking about your future, you talking about marriage and kids or whatever, whatever seriousness relationship. If someone is scared off by that in the first date, they're not for you and they may not be ready to be in a relationship period. So never, so never, never, never edit or hold yourself back from saying something genuine and real to you out of fear of scaring off a potential mate. Because again, if you can scare someone off with your dreams and your future and the, the thoughts for your future, if they're scared off by that, that's not the person for you, and they may not even be ready for a relationship at all. Bang, hola! I wish I had some bomb sound. I ain't got no sound effects, fam. No FX. Like the band. No FX. I'm old. Okay, that's my stomach growling. So that's a good time for me to start signing off. So just to recap, knowing someone is not a time frame. It is level of engagement. Making up rules before you get into a relationship is disingenuous. Relationships are teamwork. We make the rules together. But if you make the rule without yourself, you're you're discrediting me in the relationship. You're leaving me out. You're trying to dictate what the relationship is. And you're trying to put me in the box of what everyone else has done or what you think everyone else is going to do. When you're in potentially fearful or, or vulnerable situations, making yourself vulnerable gives you a chance to be successful. And it's a possibility it will be unsuccessful, but distancing yourself and putting up walls will cause you to get hurt because you're closing yourself off from experiences and opportunities. Live in the positivity of not knowing or live in the balance of negative and positive could happen. Do not live in the negative of the negative consequence. Don't live there. The whole thing is not negative. The whole thing is positive or negative. But the whole thing is not negative. Um, lastly, your energy is going to push your situation. So if you're positive, you're pushing yourself towards being positive. If you're open, you're pushing yourself towards being open. If you're vulnerable, 
even people who take advantage of your vulnerability, you learn that there are people who take advantage of vulnerability and you have an opportunity to get them out quick. Boom, you're out. You're not worthy of my vulnerability. I gave you a little bit. I gave you a tiny speck of my vulnerability. And the way you took it on, it just it was it was judgmental. It was skittish. It was unreliable. Nah, okay. I got a little bit of hurt from that, but I get you out. But if you're vulnerable with someone who is who is open to oh my God. Sky's the limit. So, in conclusion, being more vulnerable, the potential hurt of being vulnerable is minuscule, minuscule, minuscule in comparison to your potential to be potential to be happy and successful. I'm TJ. That was a never a lie lecture series on genuine engagement. Holla at me, y'all. I'm out. I'm out. We gotta let this one breathe, Jones. Just let it breathe for a second. Steps out there. Come Let's go get them, just.